Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy, and I am your host for this show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. If you are a first-time visitor, I want to personally say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to press play on our podcast. I promise you, you will leave here feeling encouraged, motivated, or even a little bit inspired. This is not our first episode, so I want to welcome you to go back and listen to all the wonderful, powerful testimonies that we have from all of our different guests that we had on the show, and listen to some of the encouragement that was left by me throughout the many topics that we've discussed here on the show. Now, if you are a returning listener, you are one of my MVPs. I want to welcome you back, guys. Thank you, my joy finders. There would be no Moments of Joy podcast without you. I had skipped quite some time without going online and checking out my statistics of the show. My hosting site usually tells me where our listeners come from from around the world. But I haven't gone on in a while. And when I did, I noticed that we have quite a few listeners in Bermuda. I was so encouraged to hear that that there are really, really people that that um come onto the show every week from all around the world. But since the numbers are so high in Bermuda, I wanted to just say hi to you guys and to say thank you to you guys. Of course I have high numbers in the United States, but it means something when people um from outside of your country are listening. So thank you, Bermuda, and welcome to the show. You guys Disclaimer today, excuse me if you hear my notebook or pages turning. I take the show very seriously, so sometimes I take notes so that I don't forget the points that I want to share with you guys. And so today was a note-taking day, and I have my notebook, my journal, right in front of me, and I will be sharing with you guys um, and looking on to make sure that I don't miss any points. So forgive me if you hear the paper. Um, If you haven't heard, I'm an author, guys. I have written a book, a portion of a book. I'm a co-author, and it's called There is a Jewel in You. I'm a part of Volume 3, and it's a collective book that is written by teen mothers, young mothers, and it is written with the purpose to encourage young women who are mothers, or just if you like to read books, this is a good um, book that will encourage you. And motivate you. A story that really highlights trials to triumph. We go through a lot of things in life, but it never stops at the bad. You can keep pushing and you can rebuild your story. So that is what that book is for. And if you haven't heard, we have a podcast class coming up. So a very special thank you to everyone that completed our session for last week. We have one more class coming up Saturday, April 13th, and you guys go ahead and register for that class if you are interested in starting a podcast. All right, well, 
I think that is all the announcements that I have for you today, guys. Before we get started, I hope you guys are doing well today. We usually drop our show every Wednesday, every Wednesday morning. So on this Wednesday morning, I hope that the peace and the joy of the Lord finds you. The topic of today's show is called The Power of Storytelling. And not just telling any story, the power of telling your very own story. Not fiction or fable, but the story that you have lived out. Why would you tell your story? Of course to encourage someone else, right guys? Think about the book that we all as Christians read, um, the Bible. This book is made up of so many different stories. So many different stories of people, and this is real life, their lives that have been written in the book of life, as well as encouragement from God our Father, and so in direction from God our Father. This right here lays out the importance for us of telling our true, true stories. Since the beginning of our childhood, if we all can remember We've always heard, maybe in kindergarten, preschool, the phrase, once upon a time. And when we hear that, what that does to us is cause us to hone in and to listen to what is coming next. Because we know that's the beginning of a story. Whether we're at circle time, whether our parents were reading to us before we went to bed, or we were reading ourselves, we wanted to hear the rest of that story that followed once upon a time. When we hear a story or when we hear someone share our their testimony, our bodies actually produce a hormone called oxytocin. Now, I found that fact really interesting. There is something hormonal that happens to you when you hear someone's story. And we instantly form a connection with the person that we are listening to. Their story binds us together. Today, I want to encourage you to tear down the wall of whatever is preventing you from telling your story. Some of the things that can prevent us from telling and sharing our stories are embarrassment, shame, fear, pride, um... Those are some of the many things. Um, and, and for me, I let me just share a transparent moment. For me, I share my whole life on this podcast. The Moments of Joy podcast is a very transparent place. You guys know that I was a teen mom. I was a young mom. I had four children, four boys by the time I was 21. I shared that I was in an abusive relationship and I lived in the projects for quite some time after I left that abusive relationship. My life was a mess. I had no education. I dropped out of school until I decided to come back to God and allow him to rebuild my life over. God took me from the start of my career and making $8 and change to a wonderful salary with amazing benefits. Graduating from college, a culinary school, and starting from the bottom of my career and taking me 10 years, only 10 years, to, to climb and be at the top of my career. I shared, and I always share, the positives and the negatives, the ups and the downs of motherhood. And I have previously shared about custody battle, and particularly 
specifically the custody battle that I entered in 2011. And this is where I ended up losing custody of my three of my children um, to their father, which what who is my former abuser. This was the darkest point in my life. And the time that was so hard, I became severely suicidal, severely depressed. I had never been open about it before, but I had never really been open about it before to people that weren't close to me for several reasons. Um, one of the reasons were I just, you know, didn't want to be a part of someone's negative conversation about my life. <laughs> so the thought of someone having a conversation negatively about my situation, I just wasn't here for it. Number two, another reason, I didn't want to be judged by people that didn't know the full story. I lost my children uh, because of nothing that I did, but because of the corrupt court system and the laws um, of the family court that are not um, interested in rebuilding families' lives, but the same corruption that they face um, and that they are fighting for in prison reform is the same corruption that is in our family courts and and that's the sad truth but it is the reality and when people don't understand that they start to spew facts that aren't even true like oh this is a mother state oh um you know oh how could how could that happen it, there's plenty of reasons to how it can happen and so I didn't want that judgment I didn't want people who really didn't know me to have so much to say about me and so last year I really changed that about me and I decided that I was going to start speaking out about the worst time in my life whether it it caused people to talk whether they judged whether um I was still a little embarrassed that this, how could this happen to me? How could I lose my children to the man that abused me? I was going to speak out about it. And over the course of time, many women have come to me and found, you know, themselves in my story and needed prayer and needed guidance and needed encouragement and advice as they too entered custody battles or as they too found themselves without their children, um, you know, and had lost their case. And so, I became a voice and I decided that no shame, no embarrassment or anything was going to hold me back anymore because I have been restored now. Now, in 2019, I've been restored in the relationship with my children and they've been introduced um, back into my home. Um, so I have so much wisdom and so much advice to give parents. Um, so I began to share on, on my platform. That means sometimes when I go out and speak, I share this very, very close to my heart side of my story. But more recently, I was asked to speak at a conference who, you know, by her own choice, she decided to highlight the custody battle portion of my story. I also got a phone call to have an interview to be on a national um, TV show. And during the interview, which was about an hour long, they also asked me about the custody battle and wanted to highlight that part of my story. This acknowledgement from people outside of my immediate influence began to make me feel a little nervous. 
it started to make me have the feeling that I spoke about before. So I called a couple of my mentors, two of my mentors, to help me to dig into this feeling. What was I feeling? Was it shame? What I needed to identify what it was so that I could leave it at the altar and so that I could get rid of it, so that I could um, sh- shatter whatever it was still trying to hold on to me. So I began to go before God. I was experiencing shame, fear, pride, embarrassment all over again. People finding out that very close detail and and me not really having control over it is what I needed to release because I wanted to look a certain way or because I didn't want the judgment. I was dealing with all of that all over again. So again, I had to lay it before God. And so I I believe that sometimes we wrestle with things, you know, sometimes we feel like, okay, I've overcome this. And then we find ourselves in a place to where we're like, oh my God, I thought I was over that. Why am I feeling this? And so I looked up some things and here's a little encouragement. The Bible declares that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. So I began to plead the blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus over myself. I began to first attack the shame. Um, and so I looked up what the definition of shame is. And shame is an unpleasant, self-conscious emotion, typically associated with negative evaluation of self, withdrawal, motivations, and feeling of distress, exposure, powerlessness, powerlessness, and worthlessness. So I had to sit with that for a little while and figure out why I was feeling um, distressed. And you know what? When you can't really, I was feeling powerlessness because when you can't control how someone else is going to tell your story, you can't control the narrative, you then do become powerless. So a scripture to combat that is that Romans 8 and 1. There is, therefore, now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And to break that down simply, it just means that, you know, Satan is the accuser of us all. But God throws all of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. He no longer hangs it over our heads. He no longer brings it back up and says, oh, remember when this happened? Oh, remember when you didn't make it out of this? Oh, remember when you were here? No, God doesn't do that. So always remember that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Also, Isaiah 50 verse 7. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. There you go. Set your face on him. God wants to help us. So we need to take advantage of his words, bearing in mind that he's with us every step of the way. And then I needed to deal with embarrassment. And, and and I needed to embrace God in, in this time of embarrassment. So, I also begin to just deal with it. Embarrassment is an obnoxious suffering feeling. 
it's not something in which we feel all the time, but it's something that's experienced when we feel a loss of control or a loss of control over circumstances. And um, embarrassment is an emotional and spiritual reality in which it seems like God is um, either absent, laughing along with the crowd, or expecting us to just move and get over it already. But God rushes in and offers several unexpected gifts for embarrassment. Support. God loves us. Someone is waiting for you to share your story with them. Sharing lets people know that they are not alone. If you've ever heard of the Me Me Too movement, this is how it was birthed. Through women sharing their stories and someone connecting to it and saying, Oh, I went through that too. Someone is in the middle of a storm. And it is what you've gone through. And you've successfully come out and overcome. They are waiting to hear and connect with you. I often share that I overcame many obstacles and knocked down many barriers in order to encourage you to see the end of your storm and not the eye of it. God bless you guys today. I hope that this has encouraged you to open up your heart, open up your mouth, and share your most ugly story. You know, the story that you may feel brings you a little embarrassment. You know, in the old school, we were taught not to expose ourselves and not to share our stories, not to um, tell your testimony, to shut up and just build your life and move on. I remember when I first began to publicly tell my testimony, I had one of my family members to tell me to just move on, that I didn't need to keep talking about it. But the devil is a liar. I do need to continue to tell my testimony, and so do you. You need to speak. You need to share what has happened. Let's shatter that foolishness and start to share our experiences and join hands with our fellow women and men in Christ, our fellow moms and dads, our fellow sisters, and our fellow brothers. Guys, it's time to share our our experiences I hope today that you feel encouraged to share with someone and I'm not telling you to go on a great big platform and share but what about your co-worker what about you may you might have children and their their kids need to hear your kids or their friends need to hear about you know what you had to deal with when you were little I mean do you share your life with your children and what experiences you had Sharing is necessary. Sharing is necessary. And when you share your story, you have the opportunity to change the trajectory of someone's life. How about that? All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. If you haven't gone on already and um, given us a review on the Apple Podcast Forum, please do so. And follow us on Instagram at the Moment of Joy Podcast. All right, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. Ready to receive your joy.